0: Hey guys, good morning. It is June 28th, Sunday morning. How are you doing? I am popping in for a podcast um, and this is a My Mail podcast purely because I haven't um, been inspired to come up with any topics like full-on topics for a longer podcast. I do all these podcasts like Off the Dome. I don't, you know, I do things as they come to me. Um, I have been a little bit busy. Uh, if you follow us on Curlbox, you see we've got a lot of things happening. Curlbox Body, regular Curlbox. We have another Curlbox Natural coming, Curlbox Awards, so many fun things. Um, and our St. Jude, Jude Curlbox Meetup, which I'm looking forward to. So I've been a tad busy. But um, I do like doing these, and I do like just kind of going off the top of my head and answering some of your questions. So I have not prepared any answers for this. Um, sometimes people reach out to me on my Instagram and, and my Twitter, and I just always want to put out this disclaimer, like, this is not law. I feel like you know this, but I just want to say it. It's not law. It's not gospel. I don't feel like it is. It's just purely my opinion. So if there's ever something that you feel like doesn't apply to you, um, that's totally fine. I'm super cool with that. It doesn't have to apply to you because everything doesn't apply to everyone. And so I always say with my advice and any advice that you um, seek out. Take what you need. You you don't need to take all the flyers if you don't need them. Leave some of them on the counter for someone else. So everything may not be for you. Um, if you want to ask me questions you can go to my website mytaughtyou.com There's an ask me anything tab. Pop your question in there. There is a limit on the character so please try to get it into a couple sentences. I'm not sure how many. Maybe like 140 or 160 but I can't get, I can't see the whole answer um, after a while. And I'm considering opening up a um, larger question format. If you go to the facebook.com backslash my Taught you. if you message me something longer, maybe I can start answering longer questions that way. So those are the options for now. Um, as always, the my Taught you journals are still in the store. Um, this is the last round that I'm going to do. So once these journals are gone, they're gone. And I love seeing all the pictures of you guys tagging me in them and finding them useful, finding my method Really useful. So many people are saying they're getting so much more done. um, That obviously always makes me happy. So, without further ado, I'm going to get into some of these questions today. I believe I chose seven. Um, So, let's go. Question number one Hello, my league. Hello. Any advice on friendships and setting boundaries? What questions do you ask yourself when you're doing a friend check in? I have a close friend. I've allowed to have a larger role in my life and now I want space and time to invest into myself and husband over her this is a 13-year friendship um this is a really really great question and friendships are also always so tricky and boundaries are the trickiest right it's like it's those friendships you find somebody that you really like, you hit it off, you share all your secrets with them, you guys start doing things together. I have, you know, a handful of very close friends, but then you look up and it's like your whole life is consumed with this person. I had a friend like that where um I became really close friends with them and then it was like almost every night they wanted to get together for like dinner or drinks and I was like, "Oh my god." Like I looked up and I'm like, I need some time to do some things with myself, you know, just I can't get together every free moment I can't spend with you. And so um, I think that a lot of times we think what we think, how this person is, we think this person is going to respond certain way to our setting a boundary so we imagine in our heads, and it's like we don't want to do it because we don't want to hurt that person's feelings and trust me I'm that same way it's like I feel guilty about things my dad always tells me my leak guilt is a useless emotion but I do start to feel guilty but you know there's nothing like taking your friend out to dinner or coffee or something and letting them know that over the next like six months that you have some Larger goals that you set up and some deeper fo- you know, you want to focus a little bit more deeply and you you're getting ready to take that deep dive and you don't want them to feel like you're neglecting them. But there's some things that you have to do for yourself to become a better woman, to become a better um, wife. And to essentially to become a better friend to them, like, I want to be a better friend to you. And so I've got to take some time and focus on myself. And if somebody's a really good friend, they'll understand that. And if they don't understand that, then you know, they were never really that good of a friend to begin with. And so that's my um, advice for that. And you know, if you know that it's time for you to kind of pull back and focus on yourself, then you need to do that. You know, it's like, that's all there is to it. Question number two Hi, my leek. I am a natural hairstylist in Los Angeles. I have my special techniques I use, and I'm often asked, What hair do you use? What products, etc.? But I refuse to share. I give tidbits, but in today's DIY culture, if I tell everyone what I do, I'm just giving away my clients. Is that selfish, fair, wrong? And that's where the question cut off. And so I always say that whenever you feel like you need to ask the question, you know, it's not right. You know, it's like, if you felt good about, if you truly felt good about this, you wouldn't be asking me. So no, this is not good. Um, Because you have to understand that you are your greatest asset. You know, I don't, I always tell people, I can give you my whole Rolodex, my whole blueprint and my whole playbook, and you can't execute it because you're not me. And the same thing goes for some of these people. Now, I'm not saying that you have to tell them every single thing that you do, because sometimes people reach out to me and they ask me some really inappropriate questions. Like they want to know the exact who did this video, who did that. And I'm just like, I consider that proprietary information. That's how I stay ahead of the curve. So I'm not going to tell you that. But <clears throat> excuse me. As far as like hairstyles and stuff, I think you can just say, you don't have to give them the exact brand, the exact amount and the exact application, but you can just say, yeah, I use a little bit of mousse and oil to achieve this style. Easy breezy. You don't have to, you know, I do a three three strand twist or something like that. But um, if that's the extent of the tidbits, you know, if they are asking for products, um, what hair do you use? You can, oh, you know, I use Marley hair. What brand? It just, you know, it varies on the customer. There's a way that you can gracefully... these things without giving people everything but it is okay to share because you that means that you are considered a master at what you're doing and the more people feel like they need to come to you to get that information the larger your star will be and the more of an authority you are in the industry so i don't think that you should be afraid of that i think that you should welcome that but learn how to distribute you the information in a way that makes you feel comfortable Um, and doesn't make you feel like you have to like, you know, you, you feel like people are trying to run you down. People will, people will, um, cross the line. They always do it. It's like people will step over the line at all times and you just go, Oh, you know, if it's something that you typically don't share, Oh, you know, that information I typically don't share, but you should try this or this or this, you know, it's that simple. Don't take it too personal. Um, you're not giving away your clients. Your clients are with you because they love you and they love the work that you do. And I don't care if you gave all your tips, all your products, and your chair and everything to so someone else. They're not going to they're not going to take your clients. You are the prize. Question number 3. My leak, I am 25 and was recently laid off of a job I didn't really enjoy. Second layoff in 3 years. I'm at a crossroads in my life and considering a career change but have no idea where to start. Do you have any suggestions on determining your purpose in life? Um, this one is tough because I think that at some point in your life, hopefully you get to this point, you decide the difference between a job and like a career, a a career that you are passionate about. So I, I see that there are typically two types of people in the world. There are people who go through life and they get a job, you know, they even go to college to get a job. They've been... A lot of us have been conditioned to pick careers that pay a certain amount so we go to school to become engineers so we can make this amount of money because that's what we are conditioned of how you go through life when, and this is my opinion, I think that you should go through life doing the things you love and figuring out a way to get paid for them and so People, there's always those cliche sayings when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. It's really true. You know, technically I'm working right now, right? It's like I have my website. I have them. I taught you that's a legitimate business, but I love doing this. It takes nothing for me to sit here in my house with my cup of coffee and answer these things. What are some of the things that you love? you don't have to look really far for these things. These things are typically right on the tip of your nose, the things that you do really easily. I'm not surprised that you got laid off because you don't really enjoy it. So I don't imagine that you're showing up and showing out every day. Um, I always have this feeling that <clears throat> people that are really amazing and really rock stars at their job, nobody's going to let them go. You know, But if you're kind of just floating and coasting and you don't really love it. It shows, it shows in your work. And so I think that you should go find, take a job doing something that you love to do that you don't care about the pay that makes you happy. You know, maybe it's a makeup counter. Maybe it's Petco. Maybe you really love bagging back, back groceries. I remember growing up and like, I just wanted to work the cash register. Like I love cash registers. And so I'm shocked that I never like worked at a grocery store because I really just wanted to do that. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. <coughs> so That's um my suggestion. Um pick up some books, go talk to people, interview people. If there are people whose lives whose live lives look interesting and exciting, um talk to them for 10 minutes. Like, you know, it's nothing. I meet with people in my office all the time for 20, 30 minutes and just talk with them and see if this is the kind of life that you want to live. Read a lot of biographies. I did that. If there are people that you admire, people that you love what they're doing, go pick up their book and and see their story. And the the awesome thing about doing this is you find that, like, everybody kind of felt the way you felt at some point. And then there's usually some some tragedy, sadly, that happens that forced people to pursue their dreams. The same thing happened with me. I was living a life that I thought I loved and I was pursuing my passion. But then when I was around 28, 29, uh, my friend and coworker died in a plane crash. And I sat at that funeral and I was just like, this is it. This is it for me. I am not, I never went back to work. I've never had a formal job since then. And I was just like, I'm not going to sit around and spend my life sitting, doing something I don't love. I don't know how I'm going to get paid. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I have to figure it out because this is really a matter of life or death. And that's kind of how it was for me. So hope those tips help you. Um, You're 25 years old. You got plenty of time, plenty of jobs. Bounce back on your feet. Do what you love. Go seek out something that'll make you happy. Next question. Um, my leak, I just started a new job and my manager isn't present enough to provide support in my new role. My drive allows me to find ways to learn the trade, but it bugs me that she constantly interrupts, cancels our meetings. How do I maintain discipline and stay motivated with an unavailable boss? I like this question because I this is a tough one and I've been in this position before and I don't really know what the true dynamic is but you know as a new employee you do need some um some guidance but a lot of times people won't give you that and I have done that before too hired people and I just didn't have the time to be present with them and and I have felt bad about it over time but I'm like you got to you got to kind of just jump in there and get busy And I'm glad that you have the drive and that you're learning. But are there other people besides your manager that you can learn from on your team that you can spend time with, like, you know, climbing the ropes and figuring it out? Um, If she's constantly canceling the meetings, try to figure out a way to catch her on the way to something. Ride with her in the car on her way to a meeting, you know, Um, catch her, walk with her somewhere, sit at the airport or something. Try to catch her... And have something, if you, you know, what you need to talk with her about. Like, if you just want to sit and be like, so how am I doing this and that? Nobody has time for that. But if you have legit questions, catch her where she is because a lot of people are really busy. And the thought of, you know, sitting down, training a new person just is overwhelming because they really just need the work done. Um, I just think that you have to take a different kind of approach to this. And I think that you should look at this as as a great challenge. This is good for you because this is going to show you how to to work in various environments because you're not going to always get it the way you want it. Some people are going to be unavailable and this is going to teach you how to stay motivated and stay on top of things when somebody doesn't want to talk to you all the time. Don't take it personal. Um, don't take it personal at all. So, um Try those techniques. Shoot me a note. Let me know how it's going. I will try to think of some books. I still got your question in the ask. So I will think of some, maybe some books or some articles that may benefit you, but it's not a problem. I think you can do it. Good luck. Next question. Dear Miley, I want to learn how to be consistent with my personal goals, fitness, academics, etc. but I have struggled with this my entire life. Have you ever struggled with consistency? Can you share with us what you do that helps you stay consistent and dedicated? Sure. Um, I don't know how much of like my personal childhood that I've shared with you guys, but I didn't really, I mean, I grew up comfortable. And I think the older I got, I realized that we didn't really have much. And I have always known that I wanted to live a comfortable lifestyle. I never liked not being able to get something not being able to order dessert because that was the case, not being able to order a drink, you know, knowing that you had to stay within certain like budget because the family just didn't have it. Um, So a lot of my discipline is that I want to live a life of comfort, you know, and so I know that by staying consistent with what I'm doing, I understand that there are always rewards on the other side of that. So the same thing goes with exercise. I do not like going to the gym, but I go consistently because I know that even when I go and I don't give a hundred percent every time my body, I'm still going to get results because you know, 50% effort three days a week is better than, uh, you know, a hundred percent effort one time in the month. So it's like building on small wins. I know that just showing up and having that discipline, The rewards come from that. And so I think it's almost like kind of convincing yourself that there's a huge, huge reward in consistency. It's huge, you know, and then think about putting yourself first. So I just met with one of my girlfriends yesterday and we had these like accountability meetings. I had an accountability meeting with her and we want to increase her income and I told her her biggest mistake when we laid out her day. So I was like, okay, let me lay out your day. So she had, you know, the different things, different clients that she's doing stuff for other people. I asked her what time does she get up? She's like around seven, seven thirty, And then she goes to work and then she starts working on everybody else's stuff, but she's neglecting her art. She's neglecting the thing that can eventually make her a lot of like income. So I was like, we're moving your, um, I'm moving your time, your wake up time to 6am every morning. And I want one hour and a half dedicated to your personal craft each morning, doing art, doing some social media, doing a newsletter, doing things that aren't yielding any cash today, but you have to plant the seeds and you have to water them. It's like, they don't just grow all of a sudden. So it's like, you have to get up and do something for yourself every single morning um, before you do something for someone else and this is a girl who works for me so I'm telling her do something for you before you do something for me because I am the same way I get up and I exercise because I'm like I know that come nine o'clock from nine to six 8, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m my calendar belongs to curlbox my job um but before that before nine o'clock and after six. My calendar belongs to me. What else am I doing for myself to enhance myself to be better? Um, I have to use more hours, and so you have to use more hours. Um, I hope that helps you. You just have to think about having goals and what how you want to live in life. And so I always say I ask people, what are your like? What are you? What kind of life do you want to live? How do you imagine yourself? Are you a person that wants to take a trip whenever you feel like it? You want to take a trip quarterly? Whoever you want to be, you have to become that person and you have to do the work to become that person. So if you don't have any goals or desires to be any bigger or better than you are today, then no, you can't stay consistent. You can't stay dedicated. You're not working towards anything. So set some larger goals and then work towards them. Stay dedicated. Be consistent. It will happen. All right. we got two questions left. Oh, this was good. My leak. With so much madness going on in the world, and especially in the Black community, how does that affect you as a business owner emotionally? I understand there has to be balance and business must continue, but I wanted to ask, thank you for being a virtual mentor and an inspiration for Black women. Kisses to you, XOXO, thank you, thank you. Um, I you know, I often have a hard time with this because I think that sometimes people um, are always looking to me or at me to see how i'm going to react to everything that's happening right uh everyone's always looking for my reaction um and if you know me personally i'm not a big like reactor i'm really kind of like proactive in the things that i'm doing and so um i am a black woman i experience all the stuff that everyone else has experienced i have been um I have been pulled over, you know, I bought a brand new car when I was like 27. I bought a really nice car and I didn't have the the tags on it yet because it was a brand new car. The cops pulled me over. I had ran to Target to um, get something, but I had like rollers in my hair. So I had a hoodie on over my rollers because I was embarrassed, but it was like super early. I'm going to run to Target. And I was, the cops pulled me over because I'm in my car with a hoodie on. Um, this is 10 years ago in a car. And the thing they asked me was like, Whose car was it? Looked up the VIN, the whole deal, because they didn't believe, though I had registration, everything, this is my car, um, they didn't believe it. And so I've experienced that. I mean, I've told you I've been to jail before. Um, I got in trouble in jail for laughing. Like I was giggling, laughing at this girl. She was very funny. Um, and I was just there for like 22 hours doing my, my time that I had to do. And I got put in like solitary confinement were laughing and so it's like this is crazy um and I remember when I got out I called my dad and I was just like dad this system is designed to destroy us like it is designed to destroy us um and if I didn't have the kind of mindset that I have I would be destroyed you know um so how does it affect me? I I try really hard to stay positive. Like if you follow me, you know, every morning I try to stay positive. I try to share positive things. I try to share the things that I know. I try to help the community, the black community as best I can um, in this way, um, in sharing my gifts um, in the businesses that I have. I think that they are helpful. I think that they help people feel beautiful. I think that even if Um, one little drop, one little pebble that ripples out. You know, this is a huge world and I am one person. But if I can do one thing or two things, like I'm really trying to do my best. But if you find that I am not reacting to everything, it's because that's not really my personality. I am aware. I just don't react to everything because I'm thinking, I'm processing, and I'm always working proactively um, on my end to try to change uh, things as best I can. So that's my answer for that and thank you for asking me in that way um that wasn't very accusatory because I think sometimes people accuse me for not caring and it's like oh my god every single day I care everything I do I care um everything I do is with care for people of color so that's that final question uh league, I am interested in working for you, interning for you. What do you look for in your employees when hiring? What are some things I could do to help myself grow? You're my virtual mentor, and I really want to work for you because you inspire me, and I know I can, I know I could offer and learn a lot. Any tips? Um, you know, working for me is probably difficult. It's difficult because I only hire like once a year, and I hire a excuse me, every summer. So every summer I hire one person, one new person. That's like my deal. Um, and I usually advertise that on my Instagram and on a uh, crow uh, because no matter what you do, when you work with me or for me, you will be working on the businesses and, you know, working on some of my personal things. Um, when I'm hiring somebody, I'm typically looking for heart. Like I think that I can train people to do a lot of other things, but when I'm looking for you, I'm looking for somebody who has the heart, like who's lion-hearted, who who's who's big, who's gonna stay late, who's gonna come early, who who has thick skin, um, who's resourceful, um, who has skills that I don't have. So that's the thing that's really difficult is that I'm looking for people who who can who can do things that I can't do, and I can do a lot. Um, so. That's typically it. Um, Things that you can do to help yourself grow. A lot of reading is always going to be good for you. A lot of exposing yourself to things, going places that make you uncomfortable, trying things that make you uncomfortable, doing things that make you uncomfortable, Um, doing things, reading things that you have no interest in. Okay. I do that sometimes is that I'll read articles that I have zero interest, but it helps me step outside of my box and learn more things. So I think that those things will be helpful. Um, I also will tell you that working with me, I think it's probably not all it's cracked up to be. Um, I am very hard, um, very rewarding, but I'm very tough. Uh, And so I know that some people think that it's like all going to be fun and clinking champagne glasses. But I'm tough and I'm hardcore and I work around the clock typically. Um, And so I will pay you and I will respect you and I try to be fair. I am fair, uh, but it is hard. So if you're not ready to work hard, I'm talking about hard then you are not ready to work for me or work with me. So that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will talk to you soon. You guys have a good week. And as always, hit me on mytai.com with anything you want to know. Bye.